millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, my friends. Happy Saturday. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, game day returns. And England are back in action this evening. They take on Italy at Molyneux at 7.45. And TalkSport, of course, will have live commentary. Now, ahead of the match, TalkSport's England correspondent, Faker Rothers, spoke to the England manager, Gareth Southgate. And Jordan Pickford turns on the full-time whistle and applauds the travelling England supporters away to our left-hand side, who are in fine spirits. This one finishes Germany 1, England 1. We've had to do a lot of recovery work as much as uh, being on the training pitch, but um, I think the ability to watch the game back, debrief it really thoroughly, um, recognise so many of the things that were good and some areas that could have been even better, um, but I'd have to say that that was pretty clear to us, you know, at half time and and at the end of the game anyway. So, but I think for the players it was um, important that we picked up on some of those points because it it matches into some of our bigger thinking about um, the areas that the team have to get better at to to really push to to get to you know the the level we are going to be, need to be to win in the in the winter yeah you've been talking about the balance that you've had to to make with uh, this international break what do you feel you've learned at the halfway stage has it been, has it been a useful exercise oh without a doubt i mean we've been to you know one of the biggest toughest fixtures you can have in world football and you know created more uh, attempts on goal than than the home side um defended really well as a as a group um we've learned about some individual players some young players who've gone in um so already that's been invaluable uh, looking looking towards the winter um and now we've got two more opportunities to do that so uh, yeah for us it's great to have the time working with the players we always feel that that's um, productive, that we make a lot of progress as a group and that they're really responsive and they come together as a group when we have these periods sort of living together. I know you you don't see it as revenge, or maybe, maybe you do see it as revenge, playing Italy. Do you feel like it's it's good to be able to play this side, albeit a very different side to, to the one you lost to at the Euros relatively quickly since losing that? Uh, it's a good quality of game for us to have and um, we want as many of those as we can so I think that's the key we, we want to be playing against top nations because they're the bits that stretch you, challenge you that you, that you learn from, that give you confidence when you play well so um, that's that's the thought in our head. A tiny bit of revenge maybe? 
irrelevant really because whatever happens we we we, we they won a european championship we didn't so that, that <laughs> we're not going to uh, um be able to change that fact um so yeah we just i haven't even mentioned that to the players this week um i think uh, they might have their own feelings about that but it's not something we've talked about at all england v italy will be played behind closed doors today due to a ban imposed by UEFA following the behaviour of fans at the Euro 2020 final at Wembley. Yesterday, Chief Football Writer at the Times, Henry Winter, joined Alan Brazil and Ray Parler on The Breakfast Show on TalkSport and said the punishment is warranted. The English, the FA, deserve this after the scenes that we saw at uh, you know, Up Olympic Way and with fans breaking in. Uh, before the, uh, the you know the European final, you know we can't sort of lecture foreign countries as we do certainly in the media, and then uh, and then not sort of accept uh, punishment uh, ourselves. And to be honest, I thought that England were heading for at least a two-game ban. And of course, if England fans will there's trouble again in the future, uh, UEFA will trigger that um, that extra ban because UEFA don't particularly like the English particularly at the moment. Now, Saints midfielder James Ward-Prowse will be hoping a good performance against Italy could secure his place in the World Cup squad. He's been speaking to TalkSport's England correspondent Faker Others and started by discussing what he brings to the team. I think in terms of definitely the way that we play at Southampton, you know, we, we, we do a lot of physical work, a lot of pressing, a lot of um, running and getting around the pitch. So I think that's a big uh, strength of mine, something that, that, that I try and do and... Obviously, in terms of the leadership and the captaincy, you know, I try and um, lead the team in the best way that I can. Um, everybody leads in different ways, and that's something that I'm looking to try and develop all the time is how to be an even better captain uh, for the team. So, um, yeah, there's lots of different things that I'm working on, and, and of course, you can't ignore the, the set pieces. That's uh, that's my biggest strength. You were unlucky, as mm-hmm. Gareth Southgate and many of us thought, to, to miss out on that yeah. Euro squad, having mm-hmm. made the provisional squad. What conversations did you have to have with yourself while you're watching your your teammates that you'd only been playing with mm. a week before playing on, on in a major tournament? Yeah, it was difficult, but I think um, the biggest reminder that I kept giving myself was um, that I gave everything that I could to be in contention for the squad. Um, I knew week in, week out for Southampton that I had to be performing well enough to even be considered for the squad. I got to that stage and ultimately it wasn't meant to be, so I don't have any regrets in terms of doing everything that I can to be in that squad. And Ultimately, it wasn't it wasn't meant to be, but I, I come away from the whole situation uh, with my head held high. Did you talk to your other teammates who who were on the edge as well about it? Connor Cody and Tyrone Mings were kind of my main points of contact within the group. So you know the odd FaceTime call with them, um, just to see how they were getting on. You know, because of course you got that personal disappointment of not being in, but ultimately the the bigger picture is the team and the country and um, and the success that they were after. So to, to speak to them and to, to, to see how they were getting on was uh, was good. Does it give you that extra thirst to be wanting on to be on that plane to Qatar? Yeah, I mean, I've had a few um, emissions from squads now and it's it's not nice, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to do everything that I can, like I did previously, to make sure that I can be in contention for that. Do you feel as if a move could help you with that? I'm not looking too far ahead at the moment with anything like that. Um, you know, for me... You know, I love football. It's it's what I've done since I was a young kid, and um, uh, I'm representing England this week, and that's a, a massive, massive, you know, victory for me. And that's what I'm, I want to concentrate on now, and make sure that I, I make the most of any opportunity that I get. Yeah, the world of boxing. Anthony Joshua's rematch with Alexander Usyk looks likely to be held in August. Usyk 
beat AJ on points last year to claim the WBO, IBF and WBA heavyweight titles. Yesterday, Joshua's promoter Eddie Hearn spoke to Jim White, Simon Jordan and Martin Keown on TalkSport and said the fight was likely to be held in the Middle East. Thank goodness uh, the paperwork is taken care of and I don't have to say to you two weeks, you'll hear it as early as the beginning of next week, there'll be an official announcement. I think that, you know, it's it's uh, not the best kept secret as a lot of these things are. <laughs> we, we will be heading out in August to the Middle East and there'll be an official announcement as early as Monday or Tuesday of next week. Does but, it have to be there? Well, I think, you know, when we get this art question, we get it a lot and boxing, quite frankly, is not golf. You're dealing with people who are out there putting themselves on the line, putting their health on the line. It's also, by the way, a 50-50 split financially. So we have absolutely no choice. We would have loved to do this fight in London at Tottenham because it gives a fighter home advantage. But guess what? Usyk's team was not really prepared to go to London when there's four or five times the money on the table to go elsewhere. So whether right. we even had the say, right? You, you, this is a very interesting debate. You know, I'm seeing all the stuff at the moment up mm. at up at uh, the PGA Tour and stuff like that. I, I repeat, this is not a game of golf. I have a, a responsibility mm. to make sure that these fighters come out of this sport and with with it with enough financial security to secure the the next Fair generation. Enough. And when you say the Middle East, that means Saudi Arabia. Well, we'll see on Monday. Also yesterday, Darren Bent, of course, was alongside me on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show. We spoke about the transfers. Specifically, we each picked three realistic signings my club, Man United, and his club, Arsenal, need to make this summer. So first of all, is someone that Arsenal have been linked with, and I'm, I'm guess led to believe it's quite close, Gabriel Jesus. I'd like to see him go to Arsenal. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be brilliant. Um... He's I've not got a point to prove, but I think he needs regular football now, and I think he's more than good enough to score the goals to help Arsenal to get back to where they'd like to get to. So I think that would be a, a really good addition to the squad. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see Eve Basuma from Brighton. I know you're a huge fan. Yeah, I think he's top. The fact so that no so one's bought him, because I think they're talking about 50, 60 million. I think 40 was the last, in the last window. So I reckon it's gone up more. Yeah. But yeah, Eve Basuma, I think he's a top draw holding midfield player. And mm. I love Thomas Partey, but again, He's had these injuries and consistency's been a problem. He's durable, Eve Basuma. So I think I'd like to see him come through the door. And uh, Christopher Nkunku from Again, Leipzig. you've spoke about him before. You love him. You he's, love him. Don't yeah, you? How I much mean, would he cost? A lot. I've gone for Declan Rice, Yeah, right? Unrealistic. I, I think. Well, you say it's unrealistic. I know that he's heavily linked to Chelsea and he's mates Mason Mount. I get all that. I've gone right back. I'm only going right back because I know Man United have already said they're waiting or they're listening to offers for Aaron Wambasaka. I like Wambasaka. I think as a defender, he's brilliant. But United need... The game's changed now, and you need full-backs to be wing-backs and mm. go up and cross the ball, which is why I've gone for Tarek Lamptey. I think he's a fantastic Ooh, player. He's yes. only young, he's tw- 21 years old. He's another one. Can play a wing-back role and a right-back. He is ele- Before he got injured, mm. he was electric, and he's come back, and he just gives you that different dimension. Uh, the third player I've gone for is someone I think United should break the bank for, right? Ooh, and I yeah. love I Declan Rice, but I think if United were going to buy one player, it's going to cost over £100 million, and it won't happen because they've let Harland go. I've gone for Jude Bellingham. It won't okay, happen. Yeah. They've let Haaland go. Very rarely, if at all, do they let two big heads no, go in the won't. same window. But if you, I just wonder if he's, he's so young, he's so powerful, he's so he's strong. massive. Right? I think if United put down £160 million now, which I don't think it's a lot of money for that. That is mad money.
Well, that's it. That's it for the podcast. That's all we've got time for. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I don't really care. Don't forget, game day returns today and TalkSport will have live commentary of England against Italy. That one's at 7.45 this evening. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar on TalkSport on Monday night at 10pm alongside the fun boy Jason Cundy. Then, of course, I'll be on drive Tuesday to Friday all next week alongside Darren Bent. Every one of those days. Can't wait for any of that. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks about Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.